Hi, I'm Kevin Barrett, blowing up my academic career and reputation by waging truth jihad since 2006 on the internet airwaves. My work is 100% crowdfunded by folks who may or may not agree with all of my individual views on each of the many issues I cover on this show, but who like to hear interesting and provocative free speech discussions of those and other issues. So please help this show continue. Subscribe to my Substack, kevinbarrett.substack.com, or you can give a one-time donation by sending a PayPal gift to truthjihad at gmail.com. Welcome to the special live edition of Truth Jihad Radio. I'm Kevin Barrett, broadcasting to and from various exotic locations. Currently, I'm based here in Morocco, and I talk to folks from all over the world, as long as they look like they might have something interesting to say. Usually, it's stuff I tend to agree with. Once in a while, I manage to find somebody who disagrees with me who's brave enough to come on the show. Unfortunately, that doesn't happen very often. But... We do still manage to feature a wide variety of folks with a wide variety of backgrounds and worldviews, and I don't think I'm exaggerating by saying that they are definitely cut above the kind of average voices that you hear on the you know gray flannel corduroy airwaves of national public radio and, and the Canadian broadcasting system and the BBC and all those kinds of places. I like to bring on people who are above average, like everybody in Lake Wobegon. And guess what? The above average people are the first ones to line up for COVID vaccine, COVID-19 vaccines, according to a new study, which has been disputed by the kind of people who like to come on my radio show. That's what we're talking about the first hour. In the second hour, Eric Wahlberg, the Canadian Muslim who used to write for Al-Ahram, the biggest uh, newspaper in Cairo, Egypt, and is now back in Canada, just wrote a piece about reinventing the wheel, Islam and homosexuality. So that's a nice controversial topic. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Justin Trudeau accidentally dissing all of the non-binary Canadians while he was really trying to only insult the Muslim Canadians. That's in the second hour. But in the first hour, John Carter of Postcards from Barsoom is broadcasting from a location even more exotic than mine here in Sadia, Morocco. He's on Barsoom, <laughs> uh, which is Edgar Rice Burroughs term for Mars, and we're not going to get any more specific than that. So uh, he's got a couple of good new pieces out. One, and all of his stuff is is good. I mean, you really need to read this guy and subscribe to his Substack. The last two are on why smart people do stupid things like getting mRNA injections. And the Internet is a brain with schizophrenia, which is about the left-right split in brain hemispheres and politics. It's really good stuff. So, hey, congratulations and welcome, John Carter. How are you? Hey, Kevin. I'm great. Thanks a lot for having me on. Yeah, well, always good to have you back. And, you know, your Substack is one of the ones I look forward to the most because it's it's really among the best written and most provocative ones out there. Highly informative. You put out digests of interesting stuff written from the many, many perspectives that are lumped together as being supposedly right wing uh, and so on and so forth. So I don't know. Where should we start? Should we start with the uh, smart people doing the stupid things like getting RMA injections or should we start with the left, right uh, Internet versus politics thing? Now let's start with the first one. I think that one's a little bit more straightforward, to be honest. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And interestingly, you know, right after you wrote this, Eugippius put out yeah. a couple of pieces like, do you think he's, is he, he's not plagiarizing you, is he? 
No, 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 no. I'm sure he's not. <laughs> right. But yeah, you... I, I, I did notice that he had uh, the same, the same graph and the same um, mean, but uh, those were kicking around. Um, I know he reads me. I read him, you know, Egyptian is great. I love his stuff. Uh, so it's quite, it's, it's, it's quite possible he saw mine um, and wanted to throw his own two cents in. And he had, it was certainly not plagiarism. I mean, he had his own, his own take on uh, what was sort of happening under the hood there, which I think is synergistic with what I was talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think it just shows that great minds think alike. They don't have to play against mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. And of course, a lot of folks noticed this propaganda study that, Hey, the smart people all got vaccinated. We got the proof now, you know, on the scale of yeah. one to 10, the people who get vaxxed the most are up there towards nine. Uh, it turns out that it's actually not a really super strong correlation you know, some, you know, majority vaxxed, but some unvaxxed from pretty much every IQ score. Uh, but yeah, let, let's, let's, I don't know, where should we even start there? Should we even start by like, so de- de- well, de- the first, you know, the study, right? Yeah, so, okay. um, the, the, the study itself was done, uh, on a Swedish cohort. Um, I think sort of between the ages of about 39 and 50, roughly, uh, and, uh, all of whom had, taken um not iq tests exactly but they, they'd undergone like aptitude testing by the swedish military because uh the swedish military until recently had uh conscription um or, which was really more like selective service it was like everyone had to get tested but not everyone would have to serve kind of thing um anyhow what they found with this so so they have a pretty good data set here it's, it's large um it's uh, uniform. Um, it's fairly easy to control for various confounding factors because the, the age demographic is so, and the age demographic and, uh, sex and stuff like that is, is well controlled. Um, and the, uh, the aptitude testing also included things like personality testing and such. Uh, so, um, they break the uh, cohort into nine stanines, which actually was a, a statistical term of art that I was not familiar with. I'm much more used to working with like standard deviations. Um, uh, and they found that uh, the there was a, a a monotonic increase in the rate of uh, vaccine uptake with increasing cognitive score on the aptitude test that they had used. Um, which then, you know, people were arguing like, oh, like this shows that uh, smart people get are more likely to get vaccinated and uh, therefore getting vaccinated is the smart thing to do is the sort of implication there. Um, so a lot of people took issue with this uh, in, in different ways. Um, so Eugitius's, uh kind of contribution was to note that um, the upper level of cognitive ability in the test is actually sort of around like an IQ of like 140 roughly, uh, which is uh, what is sometimes referred to as like danger zone intelligence. Um, so, you know, bright, but you're not a, a genius by any means. Um, and that led him to kind of suggest that, like, this is kind of a kind of a midwit effect, in essence. Um, for me, uh, 
you know, and I, I want to also emphasize that, like, you know, Egyptius and I, we, all, we have kind of some similar professional backgrounds. We were both embedded inside academia for most of our careers. So we're used to hanging out with people who are, um, you know, fairly cognitively well endowed. And my experience, and I think also his experience, was that, in fact, yeah, most of the people that we know from that kind of professional background, that we know that are, in general, like, actually are genuinely intelligent people, all fell for this stuff. Completely. Um, but they also fell for, they've also fallen for everything else. Like they fell for the, the Ukraine PSYOP, they fell for the gender theory stuff, they fell for the woke stuff on race, they fell for climate change, the, the list is on and on and on. Um, so then it's like, okay, well, why, right? Why, why are these intelligent people falling for this? And my argument was essentially that it's all just self-interest, largely. Um, so uh, at that level, um, if you don't toe the line on whatever the narrative du jour happens to be, like there will be severe professional consequences. Like you'll get ostracized, uh, you won't get job opportunities, you might get fired, you know, and you have like a lot of skin in the game in terms of like, you know, if you're making like hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, um, very likely your expenses have risen to take advantage of that income and you have a lot of financial commitments that you're probably unwilling to let go. Uh, so you, you want to stay in that position. And if they're saying things like, you know, we will fire you if you don't get the shot, or we will uh, uh, prohibit you from traveling if you don't get the shot, then you're going to look at that and be like, well, I don't want to give up this lifestyle. So, um, and then of course, there's social pressure. Uh, people, there's, there's been so much sort of like pro-vaccine propaganda in general that like, you know, you're not allowed to question uh, the product safety of any one medical treatment that calls itself a vaccine. Like you certainly can't call into question the, the efficacy of the technology in general or classic technologies called vaccination. Like that's completely out of the, um, uh, beyond the pale. But uh, to even question one product is like sort of also considered to be uh, you're, you're anti-science, you know, you're a science denialist. You're, you're one of those granola crunching, granola crunching hippie moms if you do that.